You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome everybody to episode 54 of Late Arrivals. It's the three of us again this week. Hello, everybody. Apologies for my horrible voice this week i am so sick it's ridiculous i feel like i literally swallowed glass so that's great yeah yeah my face is like leaking i'm just i'm a wonderful like if you want to picture that you're welcome (laughs) wonderful so uh, excuse all the the sniffles and i might have to mute myself every once in a while and hack away over here but don't mind me i'm okay (laughs) Where'd you go to get yourself sick? Um, you know, I, I wish I had that answer. Yeah. But, you know, I always tell people to eat glass and little did I know, I think I did this time because <laughs> I swear to God, I woke up the other day and my throat was so bad. You got yourself. I done did got myself. Congrats. You played yourself. <laughs> yep. Well, we we have a lot to cover. And it's nice because uh, our notes as of yesterday were like two bullet points, but <laughs> always uh, helps when camp opens because there's lots of juicy quotes and stuff happening around the rink. But before we get into that, um, we do have the prospect tournament to talk about very, very briefly. Um, Ducks went two and one. Their only loss coming against the Avs prospects, and their two wins coming against Vegas and LA. Out of all of the games, I would say the Vegas one seemed to be the most action packed, which is hard to say because the Avs one was high scoring. Yeah. But I kind of feel like games like that in a prospect tournament are just kind of giving up rushes back and forth just because I didn't really watch that game. I was watching football on Sunday. So and plus the camera angles in those tournaments aren't good. Oh well, yeah, when you're having to set up a camera in like a community rink, that's that's yeah. definitely very hard to to facilitate. But it but the was one uh on, the one on Friday the camera view was great, I thought. Well because they were actually yeah, in the, Henderson's, main, the main rink. They're in Henderson's was, arena. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's meant for that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I wasn't I wasn't able to watch a ton of it. Um I was at a football game on Sunday, so I did miss that one. Um but yeah, I wasn't able to to tune in a lot, so that kind of sucks. Uh, I was kinda relying on Twitter to kind of let me know what was going on and how, how players looked. Watching the C uh CCTV footage uh from the <laughs> arena. <laughs> I mean, if it's any good sign, you know, a lot of the players uh, that everybody has been focusing on, you know, Carlson, Zellweger, Minchikov, guys like that, all kind of impressed over the over the weekend. Um, you know, there was a lot of discourse because, of course, both Bedard and Fantilli had hat tricks over the weekend. Yeah, so of course, so yeah. Carlson's two or three points he got in the in the you know the tournament were overshadowed and Ducks Twitter reacted accordingly, but um, you know, the Ducks just keep winning at the the prospect thing. They're pretty good at that, huh? I think it said yeah. that they've had like four losses in like the last couple of years, which 
I'd, I'd say that's a good sign. Man, if that meant anything, we'd be pretty dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, go, uh, go follow Felix. He uh, made some videos on some players during that tournament. They're pretty good. So uh, go follow our favorite Canadian. Some YouTube videos? Yeah. Well, he's posted it on his Twitter, I think. Oh, okay. But he also plugged the YouTube, too. I know uh, Jake was posted on the CTP oh, yeah. page, yeah. too. So. Yeah, so go check them out. Um, Felix kept calling Ben King Dwight King, so. Oh. <laughs> That's wanted okay. To, I'm pretty sure to call the, that out. The broadcast, uh, Edom and the goals play-by-play guy were taking turns calling Nathan Gauthier. Uh, Gauthier. Gauthier? Um, that was that was distracting, and it was annoying me on Friday. <laughs> You could tell that someone said something because on Sunday, like Edom slipped up once and then correctly said it the next time. <laughs> Wonder how they got that out of his last name, though. Because if anything, if I didn't like, if you didn't know it was Gaucher, it looks like Goucher. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't look like Gaucher. Is it Gaucher? I thought it was Gaucher. No, it's it's no. It like for them to mistaken it, like mistakenly say. Gauthier when it looks if anything to get it wrong I would say like Goucher Goucher yeah yeah it's Gauthier though yeah but that's um, just a weird way to mess it up in my opinion but hey you know we love Edom it's okay it's that's okay. the it's preseason you gotta work pre-season. out the kinks not even preseason <laughs> yeah it's shout yeah. out Emerson but that uh has led now to uh big camp opening up uh that opened up today um Looked like a, a fun time. Uh, you know, there's a ton of content between interviews, just pictures, videos, and stuff. Um, it's that best time of year because it, it means that you know we're a couple weeks away from meaningful hockey games again. And you know, the the big talk, of course, is uh, Zegers and Drysdale are still not signed, which. Oh. I, I still I agree with Chris. It's it's not time to, to hit the panic button boo, uh, just man yet. He's down, but we need to boo Chris because he <laughs> said that they'd be signed by now, and they're not. Ah, <laughs> oh, they had to really. They did that to me, huh? They yeah. made me feel so stupid. So unfortunately, we have to boo Chris. You can boo, boo me. It's okay. I mean, the latest on the situation, at least on Zegers's side of things, is. It seems they have a term down of three years, uh, but the money still seems to be the issue. Um, at this point, just pay the man, I feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if it's a matter of just getting him to camp sooner rather than later, I wouldn't yeah. say bend the knee a little bit, but you just got to get it done at this point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there are reports that they're looking to sign him within the three to $4 million range, which does seem like a low ball offer, but at the same time, he's still young and is probably going to make a lot more money than that down the line. And, you know, not to say that, you know, in his shoes, you know, you just have to take the money because, Hey, you, you've earned this right. You know? Yeah there's a reason why you know, restricted free agency is the way it is, but I understand the frustration, but I, I feel like it's not time to panic just yet. You know, CJ made a very good point that 2016, both Raquel and Lynn Holm held out. And yep. that was, that was a very scary time. 
Yep. That mm-hmm. was, I, I remember that was very chaotic and everybody felt similar feelings. Um, and they wound up getting signed a couple weeks into the season. Um, you know, we, I mentioned it, I think our first episode back about, you know, the Nylander situation from a couple years ago where he waited half the season before he, yeah. he reported to the Leafs. Um, yeah, things happen. Things happen. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Pat Verbeek's comments were really vague. And, you know, a lot of the stuff today was posted a little out of context just because they're trying to throw stuff together very fast. But, I mean, to me, him saying that they're in constant contact is a good sign. You know, if mm-hmm. things, if, if we were getting reports or confirmation that, excuse me, um, that talks had stalled and, there hadn't been communication I, I would feel that's a good thing to panic about yeah they're in yeah. anaheim so mm-hmm. yeah you know and i Trevor, think jamie drysdale's agents in anaheim too yeah like both of them are here it's clear that they want to be here you know i i feel like if if this really was to a point where they were still very far off neither of them would still be or or would be here yeah they would still be training wherever they were training over the off season uh it's just it it's frustrating but at the same time it's just like it's it's just kind of hockey sometimes it's just it's a part of the game you know especially in today's day and age where you know players and their agents i wouldn't say are going to stick up teams for money but they want to maximize their value and we are in a day and age where the hockey is so good that it's very easy to make a case for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this still is a sport with some older minds and some guys that were in the league in a different time and it's just not how they see things. And I mean, that's, that's just what it is. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's very frustrating. Um, like Jake said, and I've said it before. I probably won't panic too much until it's like October 1st or like the end of the first week of October. And if they're still, if we're still like where we are right now at the end of the first week of October, then I'd be a little worried, but, but yeah, bringing up the Raquel and Lindholm thing is great. Cause that's, you know, we, we, we lost a decent amount of games. I think during the regular season for both of them um, that year. So I don't know. Hopefully it works out. I mean, them being in in Anaheim, I think is 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 a good sign. And hey, maybe when it happens, maybe it does happen on a Monday, Wednesday. So even if it doesn't, you know, it didn't happen this past Monday, Wednesday. If it still happens on a Monday or Wednesday, I'll feel good about it. You could still claim that you yes. got the day right, just the week yes. wrong. Yep. I think though, <laughs> I think it's gonna get done before Saturday, before the the fan thing. You think so? Yeah. I think but I don't think they want to risk like unhappy people there too, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you can't you can't Yeah, you can't you can't give in to pressure. Yeah, like you you're, can't rush you're it, operating but... a sports franchise. Like, yeah, yeah goodwill with the fan base is is something you want to do, but yeah. But I'd I think hate to say that I'd hate to say that a fan event is gonna make the, <laughs> the signings come yeah. quicker. Yeah, um, yeah, but I will say, you know, it's it's funny that I said that Zegers's contract situation kind of reminds me of Austin Matthews, and then this whole situation 
is like Austin Matthews, where everyone's saying, oh, he's going to leave. Austin Matthews is going to be in Arizona. He's le- he's going to go to L.A. He's going here. We're he's getting that with Zegers. We're getting that with Zegers now as Sabre fans are making mock trades like no one's business or like it's their job in the past 48 hours, 24 hours even, all because of one little article that came out that they had to translate because it's in French. So you don't really know what's lost in translation there. But anyway, it's a two-parter where this, I forgot, I forgot the reporter. I forgot his name. But um, the first part is just saying that the Sabres are doing their like due diligence on Zegras, which you could probably say every team is. I'm sure every team is looking at every RFA situation that still are unsigned. Uh, I'm sure all teams do that. They kind of check in, see what's going on, what's the holdup, and kind of what the vibe is there. So, I mean, that's really, there's really nothing there. I mean, it's just, you could put any team there and it would make sense. Like, oh, the Blackhawks are looking into it or the Rangers or whatever. It, it, it would make sense for anybody. And then the second part is even more nothing because it's the dude's, um, the reporter's uh, opinion. Just saying what he thinks that if the Sabres were able to to get Zegers out of Anaheim, what that could do to their playoff hopes this coming season, because he's saying that the Sabres need to make the playoffs next season. So I was I was um, sent that article two different times last night and I'm like, yeah, there's there's nothing here. I read it. There's literally nothing there. And I mean, hey, if you want to jump on it and do whatever, that's fine. But I remember these same Sabres fans saying that uh, Zegris wasn't enough of a piece for a Jack Eichel trade. And now that this thing has come out, they're jumping on it. And, you know, because Zegris is just a trick shot merchant, right? He doesn't do anything. He sucks. He's just he just does flippy puck stuff. But once he is. Once he's rumored to go to your team, all of a sudden he's like this guy like that everybody wants come on grow up grow mm-hmm. up i'm tired of it and it's not even i mean i can't even imagine how this would be if like you're a leafs fan with awesome matthew stuff because this is only like a few things and i'm already tired of it so but between that and then if we want to i mean we might as well dive into the whole wonderful uh what's his face um jesse uh jesse pollock <laughs> from everybody's favorite bar down <laughs> isn't that a painter <laughs> <laughs> a painter um oh no it's Jack- yeah. jackson pollock never mind okay so, <laughs> so jesse me, man. the wonderful jesse pollock that licks carpets for for views at the bar down uh headquarters pause? there i'm sorry pause what you don't remember that happening i only Jake? heard of this guy in t- today no, you well, haven't. During the playoffs, he made a bet that if Winnipeg knocked out Vegas, um, whoever he made the bet with, it, it was your typical Twitter bullshit. But if they yeah. lost, he had to lick the carpet at the TSN office, and he yeah. did it. So, like, like I said in the group chat, hey, you know, if you have no shame, that's on you. Have fun living your life. But equating, uh, him, equating to. Uh, veterans being signed for a yeah. shitload of money in chicago somehow equates to lowballing your rfas how does that make any sense i don't know half their age and have half the service time but you know 
I I barely like I read the tweet and I was just like, you know what? I I was so annoyed. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? It's just so idiotic. And I love Jake's quote tweet saying, go back to licking carpet for clicks, my guy. <laughs> I love that. But like, OK, so here's this tweet. If you didn't see it, um, he tweeted out the Chicago Blackhawks are paying Nick Felino and Corey Perry four million dollars each this season. If the Ducks are actually trying to sign Trevor Zegers for the same price, then he probably shouldn't be playing in Anaheim come October. <laughs> How the hell does that make any sense? Like I can he, just He got roasted in the comments. I know sure that. Did. Like Jesse. Jesse Pollock, grow up. Use your use your figure use it your out. Noggin. Figure it out. Make another weird TikTok video or something and figure it out while you're doing it. I don't know. I don't know what you gotta do, but it's not this. You should have deleted it. It's still is he, up. Is he sadly. like a younger guy, an older guy? I couldn't tell you. Probably close to like our age, if not older. I his mean, whole, his whole brand is being loud and being tweeting loud, stuff like that. Yeah, being loud, obnoxious, and a Winnipeg Jets fan. And it's not our fault. No one wants to play in Winnipeg. You don't have to come for for Zegers in Anaheim now. Like, just relax. Get an airport, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, that's well, my. We, stuff we will there. end the discussion there, just because there, there really isn't much to add outside of that. Because, like I said, you know, Pat was up front. Um, yeah, we, we talked a lot about it last season that, you know, it's weird that Pat Verbeek's getting the flack that he gets, considering that we are rebuilding. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't know if it's just denial of, like, or frustration of just wanting to be better. Um, but I don't know, like, I feel like just not knowing and not having constant updates of what's happening does bug a lot of people and yeah in a perfect world it'd be nice to to know what he's thinking and you know get the step-by-step breakdown but we we know the hockey world isn't like this gms like to be you know the smartest guy in the room you know thinking five steps ahead of everybody and that's what they get paid to do that's their job they need to be thinking about these things ahead of time and like you said the shit takes time like it, it's not the ideal situation right now, but there's only so much that we can do. And that's limited to just venting about why it's irritating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But some other news from camp, you know, Mason McTavish was missing from the roster uh, tweets yesterday, which got Ducks Twitter in more of a tizzy. Um just because it did have no explanation. Uh, but that was addressed today by Pat saying that they just felt it was a, he said muscle spasms um, yeah. when Mason was going after a puck during practice. Uh, so he doesn't see him being out more Long. than, you know, today, tomorrow, you know, a couple days, um, but they just want him to be right. And, you know, healthy going into especially playing preseason games um yeah which is understandable no no need to to get out there and rush it and hurt yourself you know we've already seen an an injury to a, a young player you know matt savoy in buffalo had his shoulder hanging the other day yeah first first day of their camp like 
not saying they're similar situations, but that would be a worst case scenario. You know, if he's just feeling a little discomfort in his shoulder, just let him sit out for a day or two. You know, don't go near the angels anymore. Um, <laughs> walking, you know, across angel stadiums, like walking across a ancient burial ground at this point, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, the, the groups pretty much it's, it's a mix of the veteran guys that were on the team, you know, the new guys and Leo, some of the kids. Leo um, has the best forwards on the team with them. So that's nice to see. Yeah. And notably Leo's skating with Alex Kalorn and Troy Terry. Um, might as, well just, might as well just surround them with good players off the bat. Mm-hmm can only imagine Dallas Akins is sitting at home with a notepad just writing that down. Oh, he'd be freaking <laughs> playing with like Max Jones and Nikita Nesra, whatever his name is. Nikita, <laughs> Nikita, that guy. Nestorenko. Nestorenko, there you go. I mean, you had Nestorov, right? That's another Nikita, but yeah. not our Nikita. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, both Kalorn and Terry had very high praises for him. You know, Kalorn pretty much said it threw him for a loop because he's like this. It made Leo, Leo being around him made him feel old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but both of them were just talking about how, you know, one skate in, like they can tell that he's he's got the stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They think he could be up in Anaheim all season. I. For his for his benefit, I would hope not. But yeah. you know, if if he's lighting if he makes, the world on fire, yeah, like, if he makes it, he makes it, and that's good on him. But don't, yeah, don't don't force it. it. Don't yeah. force it. Yeah, he's he's got to give him a reason to not send him down or whatever. If he's just going off like Jake said. Other than that, but he looks impressive his, so far. Very yeah, I impressive. saw I saw his really the that really nice pass. Um, forgot which prospect game that was and then his goal was pretty sick yeah too, so. it, that goal that the ducks tweeted out yeah the goal you're thinking of was his pass to leno in the vegas game yep that's that was really nice but you know it's nice to see he's he's living up to expectation um mm-hmm. I really hope that, you know, the preseason, his first couple NHL games, really, he really can break out and kind of show people what he's made of. Um, just because, at least in the fan base, he hasn't gotten, I think, the, the love he deserves. But yeah. we've, we've talked, we've talked about that a lot. So yeah, we don't, he's got a, he's got a nice <laughs> shot, man. Very heavy shot. Um, we do Very have heavy. some some quotes from pat verbeek um they're not going to name a captain this year uh they're going to kind of do it like they did last year just by committee just a team of assistant captains that's kind of surprising honestly yeah i'm a little i'm a little surprised i thought for sure they'd go i thought it would be troy terry but if pat verbeek does one thing well it is just let things marinate so (laughs) yeah I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of starting to think that they're going to give Mason McTavish a big contract next offseason and then maybe, maybe naming him the captain. 
Maybe. Possible. I was I was really banking on uh, Fowler this year. But... I think Cam's probably my second choice, I would say. Yeah. But who, who knows what they're going to do? Uh, his other quote, Pat Verbeek's other quote from this morning, uh, well, I mean, he had a few, um, but notably he also commented on the status of John Gibson. He has constant contact with Gibby's agent as well. He's talking with Gibson all the time. Um, they still believe in him as a as a starter and as the number one. Um, but the thing that got me was he said, we're all good. So part of me thinks that maybe the conversations with Cronin coming in, surrounded by the fact that, you know, they're adding more veteran presence and the culture is kind of shifting maybe hasn't so much changed Gibson's mind to stay. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that there's no animosity in this situation, which I I don't think there would have been, you know, considering that their relationships only been a couple seasons. um, Yeah. But it's good to know that there is still that very real possibility that he has moved. Um, but that relationship isn't, you know, walking on eggshells. Yeah. Um, which is good to see. Um, you know, everyone was kind of talking about the the picture day thing that they posted yesterday or a couple of days ago with all the players holding the boards. And his <laughs> his, you know, seemed like a real John Gibson answer, but at the same time, it was just like fuck, you know, like deep down inside there's something that bugs him about how bad they've been yeah because getting off to a good start just like you sit back and you're just like it's funny yeah but at the same time you're just like ah like you know that he's he's in his head yeah um which he knows it's going to be another long season you know it's part of being a goalie but just seeing that i was just like it's funny but i also like fuck yeah. <laughs> like really sad like sorry john you know we're bad <laughs> but they're trying i like bradko's answer he, he's he's ready to kick some ass yeah that's a good one i mean he might be having to fight ryan reeves for yeah. some reason so you know get your yeah. tickets to ducks maple leafs because apparently some shit's gonna go down because yep. you can't celebrate moving on to the next round i guess <laughs> wait what happened Reeves did an interview with the media and they asked like, Oh, you know, are if something like what happened in the playoffs last year with, you know, Gudis screaming in Wool's face after they beat them to move on, mm-hmm. it, they pretty much asked him like, if with you on the team is stuff like that going to happen. And in last words, he said, no, but it was a whole thing of, Oh, you know, I'll show him who's boss. And it's like, yeah no you won't okay. you guys are gonna be winning five nothing in that game anyways so yeah you look like a dick if you do yep yeah is, is radko gonna make me a fan <laughs> i've You're like disliked this guy's way of playing hockey his entire career and then he comes to the ducks and this is like a whole this is a ryan garbit situation for me all over again <laughs> and i'm just so sick of it <laughs> so sick of this i can't hate anybody <laughs> it's just <laughs> the universe giving giving back the energy you put into it, Chris. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So sick of this. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, outside of that, I mean, it, it's hard to really say much else has happened just because, you know, we are only a day into camp, but they're back yeah. tomorrow. I will be in attendance as will Lou, correct? I'm excited for you guys. Uh, I hope you guys have some fun. It's TBD for tomorrow. I I might, but definitely Saturday. I'll, I should be there. I'm excited uh, for you guys. That should be a blast. I will be there taking pictures. Maybe getting some good shots of the guys. Um, gonna try and stay for all three. So if you see me hanging around, say hi. Jake, the photographer. Try to get some of the players to to shout out lap. Yeah. I was telling my coworkers I still have my goals uh, jacket from when I did the ice crew, so I could wear my ice crew stuff and get get you know behind the scenes. Sneak around Great Park. There you go. <laughs> get kicked out and get us uh, banished from all practices. Yep. <laughs> well, we answered we answered the the next thing I had in the notes. You know, do we do we think Leo Carlson gets more than nine games? I don't think he will, personally, but um. Unless he comes out and he's just like, like you said, Jake, if he's just, you know, guns blazing, then yeah, he'll play more than nine. But I, I personally don't think he will. I think they'll, they'll send him back. But the one scenario of just us randomly starting off well, like we did two seasons ago, mm-hmm. um, I kind of feel like that's in the cards. I feel like the guys are a little upset with losing, um, you know, Cronin coming in and, and we didn't mention his interview. His interview oh was very, very insightful. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, he was it like seems... saying like he, he asked Troy why he thought he got burnt today or something like that. And then yeah. I guess that helped Troy. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know what he said officially, but yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like a here, you know, did you know what you did wrong? Troy Terry said no. And then they kind of showed him later in the in the yeah, scene. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it kind of and he kind of learned like while doing it. So mm-hmm. instead I could totally of being told later. I could totally see them running through a wall for for at least a week or two. <laughs> yeah. And if even if they're losing, like yeah. say they don't win a bunch of games, but they're fun. I could see them keeping them around, um, mm-hmm. but I don't and know all that, if... all those drawings and stuff on the ice, like around the net, I've never seen that before. I and it like makes I... sense too. Yeah, <laughs> it's not just it's not just hey skate skate along the dotted line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that briefly. I got to look at that again. I didn't really get a good look at it. There's like a dollar sign in the middle because I guess that's the money zone. The cash money. Whatever. Whatever that's they call you, it. That's where you get paid. That's your shmoney. Yeah. That's where Getzloff made everybody rich. Get that bag, King. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I'm gonna fall in love with Greg Cronin. Like every interview, like he's just I love this guy. And I just recently like tweeted before we started um recording and I quote tweeted the uh you know, the video that the ducks posted of him talking about Terry and Gudis and Kalorn and all that and how comfortable everyone is and what they're trying to do to get more comfortable. 
And just the way he's talking, like it just it's hard to dislike the kind of perspective he has and like what he's bringing to the team and everything. Like it's so hard to not like it and not get excited. Like the team is probably going to suck, but if you have Greg Cronin talking to you at the end of every game, I think you'll feel better because <laughs> he's just, I don't know, just the, there's just something about him. I just, I really like him. And I know it's easy to say right now, we haven't had any games, um, especially, you know, meaningful games. So we're not upset yet. <laughs> we're not annoyed by the losses and we'll see how we react to, to, you know, his interviews during all the losses. But right now I, I enjoy the guy. He's, He's a breath of fresh air. I really like it. Yeah. On, it's it's not just your, oh, we got to be responsible on all sides of the pucks, get them in deep, you know, <laughs> yeah. glassing out, you know, the typical stuff. Like, we'll see that during during games, my guess. But yeah, like you said, he, he has a very unique perspective on a lot of things, you know, talking about how you can almost, you know, it's almost admirable seeing guys like Kalorn and Gudis come over because they, I mean, part of it, I'd also think some stability on, you know, a favorable place like California has something to do with it, but yeah, instead of being guys that are looking for one last, you know, one last hurrah to go for a cup, you know, they choose coming to a place that's, you know, openly rebuilding like Anaheim because they see the vision. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was really interesting to hear because you know he, his perspective on it is you know it, it takes it takes a real humble person to do that or you know a real good person to see that like hey I, I'm not just going somewhere to ride the coattails like I want to go somewhere and build something. Yeah. Um. You know, Corn touched on it in his interview. You know, saying like he went from a situation in Tampa where there's a few veterans to now he's the oldest guy on the team. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like by, by default, he's kind of, you know, the gray beard in the locker room now, but it, it's just, it, it's been this whole transition, like even into the prospect camp, like all the videos of McIlvain talking to the kids, like after the game, you know, there there's, there's a lot of focus off the ice it seems like they they genuinely are sticking to what they said of like they're they're trying to prepare everybody to be perfect you know the best professional they can be whether you know you take that literally as the best hockey player on the ice or you know just being a professional you know in all facets yeah um and we're not used to that like you know Everything was very cookie cutter with Aikens just because, you know, what are you going to say? Like you're actively rebuilding, you're actively tanking. You, you, you can only say, Oh yeah, the guys gave a good effort out there, but yeah, the perspective is shifted of, okay, you know, yeah, there's, there's some growing and there's some building to do, but we're going to do it together. And I don't know for once, it just, it feels nice knowing that like, there's a focus on getting the positives out of everything instead of just like, yeah, you tried. Yeah. Good, good job, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. You know, let's, let's hope that uh, the rest of camp, you know, the, the preseason games and stuff, they, they really uh, kind of show us what Verbeek's vision for the future is. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like, it's been a long 
process and a long setup to get where we are now, but I feel like if there's any season to really be invested in out of all of the very bad ones we've had recently, this is probably going to be the one because this is the one. Yeah. We're really going to see what his end game is here. Um, Whether it's, you know, kind of letting the kids take over or if they're still going to be a little reserved and, and, you know, protective of their, their kids. Um, Yeah. But also kind of seeing what, what's going to fly and what's not from a coaching perspective. I think that's the thing I'm most excited about. It's just, it's a, it's a new day in duck land. (laughs) I was going to say the line, but I forgot what I, what the line was. (laughs) Do we tap the sign Lou? Well, what did I say last year? That was funny. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Good. uh, Fun times. No. Something is coming to Duckland. Fun times come. I don't know. I don't know. If you know, at me. There's a meme. The pod account. Jake made a meme somewhere. I I I I'm drawing a blank, man. <laughs> the Move videos. On. The video from the Twitter space is somewhere. Yeah. There you <laughs> yeah. Go. It's a, yeah. I'm kind of mad. I accidentally deleted that. <laughs> I wish I would have saved it. But what are you gonna do? Well, before we get into our other news, um, I did want to mention more concrete details um i know i mentioned in prior episodes that we are looking to make a club on eshl when nhl 24 comes out i think what i'm going to do is see if we can fill cross-platform just so we can get as many people involved just so it's not limited to xbox players um but we did this oh well it shouldn't say we um but blue provided the uh, name a while back and i really liked it but we're gonna name the club the might the mighty seals yeah yeah you came Um, up with the mighty seals dude i came up with that you did yeah because jake said how does how does this sound as a name and then you just said nothing but mighty seals and i don't think we heard from you for the rest of the day (laughs) yeah that sounds like me (laughs) well look at me go making up making a name for her yeah the mighty seals so my plan with that is to probably play a couple games on like a sunday night maybe have like a set time where we can hop on yeah um i do want to stream those games just Mm -hmm. just so people can watch them um you know utilize the twitch a little bit more than just our episodes um i'm gonna be real i am very okay at eashl <laughs> i'm not really much of a sports game guy um but i think i've only played it a handful of times it is a very fun mode so yeah it is a blast to play and that's kind of like i want to do it just kind of get a bunch of people together yeah i'll definitely join too i got i'm on playstation but i'll i'll definitely join and i know our our friend zoggy wants to join he uh he messed or he uh responded to one of my tweets saying how the how do I join the EASHL team? So Haley said she wants Mighty Sales merch. Well, that was gonna lead into my next point of I want oh. to also make this uh maybe a real life thing and also have the Mighty Seals be a roller team. Yeah. So I'm uh looking to transition from playing ice maybe for a season or two to try roller because it's a lot cheaper and yeah. Honestly, it's a it's a it's a more fun game to play. Um, just because there's no offsides. Mm-hmm. 
um, the game's just more chaotic, it -hmm. seems. Um, If you've ever watched like a pro roller game, you you don't know what's going on most of the time, but (laughs) it's pretty lit. Um, (laughs) So if it comes down to it and there's interest, you know, if you're listening to this and you play roller or you want to give it a shot, you know, hit your boy up. I work at a sports store. And and come on, we know our our base here is Southern California, and we know all of you play roller. Like, come on, <laughs> LAP's trying to bring back the pro roller league. <laughs> Have us as one of the teams against actual professionals. Yeah. <laughs> Mighty but seals on wheels, baby. I feel like that's a little ways down the line, so I wouldn't. Mighty be too... seals on wheels too pressed if it uh happens soon but you know if there's interest for it i'm always down to do it so los fuertes leones marinos what where'd that come from (laughs) oh the mouse oh and twitch (laughs) did i say that right did i butcher that no you're pretty good what did that mean don't oh. worry, you'll know, you'll know uh you'll know when the Mighty Seals merch is is available because that would be a fun little little uh merch uh yep. <laughs> I don't know yeah. where, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, that'd be fun merch for sure. Yeah, we need Seals merch. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I've like I've been that's wanting the... Sam the Seal stuff lately. I just don't know how to I don't know how to put it together. Like I I have ideas, I just don't know how to get it on paper and like to send it to someone and be like hey can you do this like i don't know what to do like well, we can uh, use our uh like twitch emotes like yeah yeah like a baseline for that yeah because i would love like sammy the seal on a on a snapback wearing like an lap jersey or something like i just i need something something to rep the seal yeah but you will definitely know because we will post it everywhere and often. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. You will be flooded with it. There's no way you'll miss it unless you are like, unless you have us muted everywhere, which I wouldn't blame you if you did. But, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I would mute us too, honestly. <laughs> you know, yeah, specifically when Lou takes over. Well, what? I never take with, over with your food takes. There we go, framing me for stuff I probably didn't do. Or Roger <laughs> Rabbit. Yeah. That was a good movie. <laughs> I used to watch that movie all the time as a kid. I think I still have it on VHS. That's nice. Old Lou. Do you guys have uh, any VHSs that you've saved? Probably somewhere in storage. Yeah. I used to love the orange ones from uh, Nickelodeon. The orange one? What does that mean? The orange VHS tapes? Like the entire tape? Oh, they was were orange. all orange, huh? Yeah. 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 That was cool. orange and white. Yep. Hey, they're making a good burger too. I don't know if you knew that. I did see that. Yeah. Got to capitalize on nostalgia. Yep. I'm I'm weirdly excited for that. <laughs> Why weirdly? I don't yeah, you know. Don't to, you don't have to be weirdly. You can be excited. It's not weird. Yeah, we grew okay. up with that, my friend. Yeah. True. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, does uh do either of you want to read the ads? Because uh, I don't know if I can get through a full ad read without hacking. Um, I need to get to get to notes. Lou can do seven one four. I'll do the other two. Okay. I gotta look for him. You have time. You have time. 
I'll say it hasn't changed. It's always been the I same. I know, but I <laughs> I don't I never save save it. Just make it your desktop picture. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, I got him. All right. Okay. I'll I'll start and then you can finish with 714. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Lou. Yeah. Um yeah, we have an affiliate link through ITR and ESPN Plus. Uh, season starting, uh, and season starting with no TV deal for the Ducks, it seems, since Bally is, is going bankrupt. But uh, we'll cross that bridge, I guess, when games start. <laughs> um, but you can sign up today uh, inside the rink.com slash ESPN. Um, it just helps the network as a whole. Um, you know, we've added some new podcasts, some, some new writers over at ITR. Uh, so it's not just exclusively helping us, but it helps everybody helps keeps the websites up. Um, you know, Connor and Andrew put a lot of work into keeping us running over there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, as the season goes on, we'll be pumping out articles and stuff. Uh, I'm going to try and be better. Uh, I know I've said it two or three times, uh, but I'm going to try and write a little bit more this season just to, you know, even if it's opinion stuff, just to keep the content flowing. Uh, but you can also go to one of our partners, uh, Shift Hockey, and use our code LAP10 at checkout. Um, I talk a lot, and I'm very passionate about getting cheap hockey gear because hockey is a super expensive sport when probably should be a little bit cheaper given the quality of some stuff. Um, but, you know... We're big fans of the shift apparel. Huge fans, yeah, because they got they got cream sweatshirts and shirts and beanies and a whole plethora, a whole plethora of things. I know Connor said he uh, he liked what he's gotten so far, Um, but their their main selling point is their sticks. Uh, You know, they're essentially retail level, comparable to Bauer CCM, and. a lot cheaper um sticks definitely are one of the most important parts of the game because you can't play it without one um and they're also the most expensive um you know, a lot of the top brands go anywhere from 300 to 350 dollars which is a little ridiculous for sticks that tend to break um but yeah you know you use lap 10 at checkout uh you get 10 percent off your order over at shift hockey and we've also partnered with 714 Tickets to get you our fans deal on tickets for any event you plan on attending. Use code LAP, that's L-A-P, at checkout for 10% off your order and 5% towards any future orders with 714. Ducks Kings this weekend, Sunday. So I need to get my home opener tickets. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the L.A. football teams is... At SoFi on Sunday, so get you plenty some of, tickets for that. Plenty of sport. Plenty of sport. Yeah, it doesn't have to be sports either. It can be concerts. Nope. It could be yeah. concerts. It could be anything your little pee picking heart desires. <laughs> <laughs> pee picking heart. Yeah. Uh, Lou's always keeping us on our toes here. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps you young. Gotta say, I love the the orange alliance. Is that your orange alliance jacket? Yeah, that you're wearing. If if Got you're it not Sunday at the at the thing that they beautiful. did, beautiful. It's beautiful. I didn't stay very long, but I I did get some pictures of the center ice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if fun. you're uh if you're not watching this on Twitch or YouTube, um, and you're listening, 
You're missing out on a great jacket that Lou's rocking right now. It's, it's yeah, it's nice. the jacket they gave out for Orange Alliance members. Yeah, it has Mighty nice, Ducks on the back. Yeah, big old Mighty Duck logo on the front. Yeah, it's beautiful. Great, kind of kind of hat. It's comfy, too. Is that the Orange Alliance uh, patch on the sleeve there? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And it's getting cold lately, lately here. So Fucking is it? finally. Yeah, finally. Yeah, finally. Damn. Like it's been overcast all day. And it was it wasn't it wasn't cold yesterday, but it was it was it, it was fine. It was fine. Bit better than what we've had. Yeah. Get home every night now and it's like sixty eight outside instead of being like eighty degrees still. It's incredible. That sounds mm-hmm. so wonderful. <laughs> Well, transitioning into the, the second half of the episode here, um, we have a conclusion to the Mike Babcock saga, the latest. <laughs> that happened kind of um, quick, huh? He's gone. He resigned, as he put it, to not be a distraction to the team. Um, but holy shit, what a mess. What um, an idiot. It Can came it, like, out. more weird stuff come out? Yeah. So it yeah. came out that the situation was just more than asking the guys to see their phones. Um, they happened in very isolated incidents. So it wasn't just like, hey, you're at the rink. Come in my office. It was yeah. like, come him, to my house. <laughs> him just kind of showing up and being like, hey, let's do this. Come on. Like, I need to get to know you kind of really weird psychopath yeah. behavior. Um, follow me. Yeah. Follow me to my uh, extra dark room over here. And we're gonna look. He offered him lunch, and then once he saw the pictures, he told him to leave without lunch. No, he left without. He just. Yeah, I thought he. I thought he he promised the players lunch, and then said, "No, you're not getting lunch after." I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but it it's just the thing that bugged me the most about it. Yeah, everyone was kind of rejoicing that. You know, it blew up in the Blue Jackets' face, but the whole, the whole fact um, that they kind of were aware of, like, oh, this isn't really going to be well received, but you know what? Let's do it anyways. Like, it's just the NHL being the NHL. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is never going to stop. Yeah. Um, yeah, management looks really, really, really bad. It's just like. <sighs> You're telling like they pretty much told on themselves. Like Kekaline in <laughs> and and the you know the owner, like you're you're admitting that you probably shouldn't have done the thing, but you did it anyways because you're desperate to win or get back on the right course. Like that's mm-hmm. just how sports is gonna be. But like I don't know. It's just funny kind of like at least they're man enough to own up to it, but then also not having the self-awareness to be like, well, I thought it was okay at the time. Yeah. But. And it kind of makes the comments from like Johnny Goudreau even worse. And at least. And yeah. um, At least in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't like how they said, well, it, it wasn't weird to me. You know what I mean? Like it it's not yeah. just about you. Like just because it, you weren't weirded out by it 
and yeah others weren't it, too uh, just it was just the whole thing is just so weird and it's really weird it's kind of uncomfortable just like reading it too like babcock is just weird there's just something not right there like he's just gotta hopefully he stays away from the game entirely for the rest of his life yeah um, hopefully um, this is it for him but yeah because you know who knows like okay he's out of the nhl next thing you know he's like in junior hockey yeah i mean i I hope this is just kind of the last straw of like let's let's just cut the cord he's done this is probably the end of his career let's just be over it but we thought that was the case when he got fired from the leafs and here we are so Mm -hmm. you know the nhl is just gonna have this problem until this kind of mindset this generation is out of the game i believe but being dumb and making this the the easy low risk uh, decisions that you know are gonna hopefully win you favor because the guy won a cup you know a bunch of years ago just kind of just kind of how it goes sometimes um it's shitty uh I do like that uh, there's an interview that Biz did with uh, Alan Walsh and uh, Adam Wilde from the Steve Dangle podcast where, you know, he he apologized and said that, you know, he didn't mean to lump Jenner into all this and naming him specifically, but at the same time, you know, also saying that it was something that needed to be told. Because um, you know, for all the shit that Barstool gets and Chicklets gets just being associated with Barstool, it's it's good for once that, Biz did a Biz did a good job here. Yeah. Reporting this. You know, it, it wasn't just jumping the gun and kind of jumping into things just just for clicks, like a lot of people were saying, but it was really with people's best interests in mind, which is respectable, um, regardless of how you feel about chicklets or barstool in general. Um yep. you know, it, it was met with the goodest or the goodest, the best the of gooder. intentions. Yeah, Christopher yep. is back. There's the Chris, the the Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> we did have some captaincies uh, filled. Braden Shen becomes the next captain of the Blues, but most Nick notably, Richie got robbed there. <laughs> most yeah. notably, Brad Marchand is the new captain of the Bruins. Uh, second that's time the, captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's was that's, he the second uh, time captain? Is he? A... They gave it to him for I don't remember. Was it a, like a, a gag or a it was some some weird thing that they did a few years ago, wasn't it? It was like I the, tell you. it was the season after the bubble, I think. They did something that like weird half season. Yeah. Um, we did have a trade. The Canucks and the Canadians make a trade. Uh, the Canucks offload Tanner Pearson's contract and a, another pick, which I kind of feel like Vancouver needs to hold on as many as they can. Yeah. Uh, but hey, let's let them make their stupid decisions. And yeah. uh, going back to Vancouver, uh, Casey DeSmith 
which hey they got some goalie depth i guess that's cool but kind of just a random yeah preseason trade not much a consequence there (laughs) nothing too crazy yeah certainly not the blockbusters uh you know happening in the the mentions of uh the charging buffalo at the moment but you know oh god Uh, lastly, in the notes, you know, we had the uh, PWHL held their inaugural draft. You want to talk a little bit about that, Chris? I know this is more yeah. sorry, your this is forte. His, this is his forte. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, they were streaming it on Twitch, and it was it was long since it was their very first one. They only have six teams. They had like sixteen rounds, so it was it was pretty crazy. How um, long were the rounds? Was it like standard? Yeah, it was it was pretty standard. Um, but luckily, you know, you only have six teams to go through instead of yeah, you know, like thirty-two 30 or even or even twenty. You know, who got picked um, first? So Taylor Heisey was the first ever draft pick in the PWHL. She got drafted to uh, Minnesota, um, which is really cool because she went to uh, college. She just uh, graduated college. She went to the University of Minnesota and played hockey and was very was a very good player for them that's cool so she gets to stay home that's really the the most notable for me at least is like just to be able to see that happen and kind of see history be made how come the like the no the noble names didn't participate in in this why were um, they able to just get picked from like free agency or whatever uh i think I think they have like a certain age. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but um, kind of like in the NHL where you can kind of you have that 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 time frame where you become like a a, a UFA type of deal. Oh, okay, I got. You. And then you have and then yeah. you have other other players that have to actually like declare for the draft and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but one thing that was really cool with the with the draft themselves, uh, with each pick, is that each team when they when they had their pick and they put out their graphic and everything of the of the player and all that they had a specific color and i noticed that every team had a different color so i was looking and i kind of got an idea of what these teams will look Uniforms. like i'm not sure i'm not sure when they're going to like name their teams give us a logo anything like that but at least we're getting colors and uh Toronto, um Hold on, really quick. If you follow, if you don't follow uh, Core, um, they their at is uh, at Arson and Hockey. They are a great follow for women's hockey, and uh, they were actually they were on this before me. I didn't even see their tweet, and I'm like, oh, I noticed that they're doing all these like specific colors for each team. Well, Core got on it, made a graphic of each team and the color. Um, Toronto is like a light blue. I think of like the the CFL Toronto Argonauts, if you know what they look like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that, like, really nice light blue. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of cool. Uh, Boston, it's weird seeing a Boston hockey team not in yellow. They're, like, a darker, like, forest green. Um, kind of like Cel- the Celtics green? Yeah, or? yeah. Yeah, think of, like, the Celtics. And then New York is, like, a seafoam green. Think of, like, the WNBA team or the uh, NWSL team. Oh, the, the Liberty? or Liberty and, like, Gotham FC, the women's soccer. Yeah, yeah. 
uh very i i love that like i'm already like almost fully yeah, that's on board a, that's, a, that's a nice green yeah that's like uh i'm almost fully on board with new york ottawa they have like the same red as the senators and then yeah, montreal montreal kind of has like a maroon maroon look it's like a darker red it's kind of nice but What's then minnesota's? minnesota's purple so Ooh. like i was like all over new york from the beginning even before i knew the colors um but minnesota might might win me over with that purple man like it's like a dark purple too it's we need not... more purple teams yeah we do just like especially in especially sports in, in general we just need more purple yeah especially in hockey too because the purple pops so nice like on the ice oh my god la really needs to go back to those uniforms <laughs> But yeah, um, so I'm trying to I, I, I said I wouldn't really decide on a team until they come out with like their name and logo. But Minnesota and New York are definitely my top two just because of the colors alone. But yeah, Taylor Heisey, congrats. Yeah. Um, First pick in the end, uh, the PWHL first draft pick ever. Um, That might be a trivia question on some kind of game show in the future. So that's kind of cool. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for this league to kick off. Um, if you don't know that they are kicking off in January, they said probably around the uh, probably around the new year, January 1st, January 2nd, something like that. How long? Still no idea. Still no idea how we're gonna watch games yet. They haven't come out with that yet. So there's still a lot to be released in the coming months. How long is their schedule? Like, how many games do they play? This year it's 24. Um, and then next season they want to they want to start playing 32 i think and they want to instead of starting every january they want to make it a point to start every november so okay so it's just about this a quarter year's of the january. nhl season yeah so that would be cool and you know hopefully they uh have have success right out of the gate and we can see expansion and get, us get a, a lot of cities southern california team that would be pretty sick yeah you know what yeah, else I'm is sick that we what? didn't talk about? What? what? Dostal's pads. Oh, oh my god, so god, dude. Holy shit. I'm not I even mean, gonna lie, I almost passed out. Tyler Tyler told us ahead of time that it was uh it was gonna be quite the quite the, the setup, but holy yeah, he shit. was not lying. Those things, uh, I kind of hope he keeps at the end of the season because if those things hit sideline swap, those are going for like five grand. Yeah. Like easy. Like the pads and stuff? Oh, yeah. Um, There's a guy that buys up all that stuff and sells it pretty expensive. Like that that set's going to be very, very sought after. Because I remember Ryan Miller's uh, from the first reverse retro season. Mm Mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. we're very highly sought after. And I think the guy that bought him, bought him for like two, three grand second hand. And the original guy got him for like four or five. Yeah. We're going to have to get Tyler to get some sick angles of that mask too. I need to see more of that mask. Hey, yeah. maybe he wears it tomorrow at camp and I get some pictures. Yeah, there you go. I, I can't. Would... Oh my God. I can't get over all that. I want to know that... what Gibby's setup's going to look like. Cause he usually has a good setup yeah it's it's gonna be weird though because gibson usually does like the guia bear kind of design and that's what uh, and he's Lucas done a couple is he's, he's done a couple for the anniversaries and just as his normal yeah it's, it's gonna very be, guia bear-ish. it's 
going to be interesting to see what Gibby has because uh, his masks have been really, really good lately too. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone uh, said this Dostal uh, setup kind of reminds them of Jaguar. I, I and, see it. I see it. Yeah, 100%. because of the, of the feathers. Yeah, and like the pads. The pads almost have like the same kind of kind of design as Jaguar did. Back Honestly, the- I don't really pay attention to the pads design. No. No. You, you got to start, Lou. <laughs> is it is it that interesting? Yeah. Goalies are just everything about a goalie is interesting. It's just great stuff. I, I just noticed the helmets mostly. Milo, please don't drop my water, my son. It's like Shout out Milo. On, he's sitting on the desk right here. <laughs> if you're watching on Twitch about five minutes ago, he came waddling across the screen. Probably saw his tail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we can get into our questions here because we uh, have a lot of them. Yeah, we Which, got a lot of them this, hey, this thank, week. Thank you for participating. Yeah, thank you for entertaining yes. us. Yeah, thank you uh, so much. Before we get into uh, listener questions, we do have to start with our Hockey 365 topic of the week. And he asks, and this was a good one, given uh, you know, we, we got to hear from the man himself, but what does a successful first season under Greg Cronin look like? I would just say improvement. I mean, improvement with it being from the, his... From the prospects and... The bar's, the bar's pretty low for his first season as a coach. Um. They don't even have to. I mean, I I know how frustrating it was. Like we knew last year how bad it was going to be, and then even when it happened, it was still so annoying. But we knew what we were getting into, but we were still so annoyed. But it was just it was hard to even want to talk about it. But I guess like kind of like what I've been saying the last like all of last season. Like they're going to lose more than they win. So hopefully those those losses they at least are involved. And hopefully this Greg Cronin type of hockey is an entertaining type of hockey, win or lose. And they're in these games and they look like they're an NHL team and they belong on the same ice as like a Toronto Maple Leaf team or like an avalanche or, I mean, hell, even the Kings now um, or the Knights, anything like that. Like if they can just keep up with some teams, like there are going to be nights where they're going to get absolutely demolished. We know that like it's probably going to be ugly. But if they can hang in there most of the time where most nights at the end of the game, even if it's a loss, you're like, eh, you know, that didn't hurt that bad. Like it was actually they played well. They just yeah. didn't get the bounces or they just took too many penalties or, you know, just little growing pain stuff like that with like a whole new system, too. So, yeah, I just want to see them like the record from like two years ago where they picked 10th. Oh, OK. Yeah. So just go back to that. <laughs> and it's okay but yeah we we do need to start seeing some improvement yeah. in the standings too start climbing out of this hole just a little yeah yeah improvement would be the main one i would say i would say chem just developing chemistry this season yeah. um because we are going to see a lot of guys in different spots given that there are a lot of departures yeah um you know for the most part the forward core is the same but you know the 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 defense is going to be a real mixed bag of just who's slotting in where, you know, Vakaninen's off of IR. So he's another wrinkle in the fold when it comes to the defensemen. Yeah. Um, I would say development for the young kids, 
yep. uh, depending on who it is coming up. Um, you know, it is very promising to see that, you know, I mean, McIlvain having control of the prospects for the, the tournament was, was a little bit of an eye opener because they I mean, granted, they're also playing against other prospects, so it's not like we're watching, you know, NHL caliber games just yet. But and then none of them really played with each other before. Yeah, they just they were they were relentless. Just like it seemed like every time the Ducks had the puck in the Vegas game, there was always one or two good opportunities in a row, and it either led led to a really high danger chance or it led to a goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the thing that helps is they're pushing a style now where the D is very involved, but they're not stagnant. You know, they're very active, which when you have skaters like, you know, Olin Zellweger coming up, that's, you know, a fantastic skater and, you know, a re- like great on his edges, mm-hmm. having a guy like that, that's going to be able to be, you know, like a Kale McCarr out there. that's just really shifty and involved with everything instead of just like, okay, yeah, get it back to the guy that's standing there with his stick up at the point. Yeah. Um, you know, I would say kind of building that, you know, maybe lumping in kind of just developing and getting all that together, you know, as long as we can end the season and there's some progress instead of like, okay, it was a little bumpy because he's new and, the kids did okay and the veterans did okay. Like as long as we can take something away at the end of the year of like, wow, that was noticeable. Like this was a different style of hockey that we aren't used to seeing. Um, yeah. I feel is kind of the main goal, but mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully there's less like question marks at the end of the season. Yeah. You don't want it to be like, okay, well, why is this guy playing here? You know, why did Leo play his nine games with these five guys and then, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, we, we can sit back and pose all these questions all we want um, at the end of the year. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, the leash is going to be very small or I wouldn't say very small. The, the freedom is going to be there to, to test stuff out because mm. yep. he's coming in as a first time coach. You know, he's going to have a very long leash of what is going to fly and what's not. Not saying that, you know, there's any reason to, to doubt what's going to happen this year, but it's going to be weird. Yeah. And we like weird. Let's get weird. <laughs> Let's get weird. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm excited for some Cronin hockey. And I think it helps with his Boston accent. It just gets you jazzed. His accent is pretty incredible. Yeah, it jazzed. just gets you going. Completely jazz, Lou. Good for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Happy for you. Well, we can get into our questions here. We will start with Patrick's. He asks, which team other than the Ducks needs a rebrand the most? How would you go about it? Okay. On the top of my head, Winnipeg. Just go <laughs> back. Just go back to your 90s era uniforms. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. I was gonna say Winnipeg. That's number one. The Kings go back to your purple and black uniforms. Um, you know, if the logo changed from the home plate logo and they kept the black and white, I wouldn't. Florida, hate... like Ryan just said, Florida. Yeah, 
Yeah. Get rid of the soccer jerseys. Yeah, like Jake saying about the Kings too. I kind of agree with that. Um, yeah, that the Kings logo is just dumb. I'm trying to think of uh stars stars oh yeah stars um they can keep their current colors like the green i hate their current colors so much if they want to keep that that's fine but go back to the the original like stars logo that was that was perfect yes yes i mean you could do like their reverse retro that was the the 90s star jerseys just no uh no white gloves and no white pants like (laughs) those jerseys would have been so much better with some black in the uniform Hey, you got to be out there sometimes. Na- Nashville too, I think. I don't really yeah. mind their their re or Adidas era uniforms, but they need a rebrand. Uh, yeah, I really I can't really think of anybody else. Lou kind of nailed the. I, I was gonna say the. Oh Jets. yeah, Washington, Washington. Go mm-hmm. back to Screaming Eagle, or even just go back to the Capitol Building uniform. Screaming Eagle in the current colors if they want to keep the Murica vibe going. Um, like I thought the reverse the, retro. Yeah. I thought the Capitol building uniforms were really good, too. Yeah, those weren't bad. I don't know. I feel like a lot of their history is Ovechkin in the red. And while he's, while he's chasing the goals, I don't think you, yeah. you change that. I love that and color I'm, scheme though, that brown, brown, copper, and blue and black. That used to be the thing in DC back in the day because yeah, the, the Wizards had the same to, thing. Yeah, the Wizards. Yeah, yeah they, they brought back that uniform last year for their throwback. Yeah. I'm in the minority when it comes to like the Sabres and Penguins um, because I do love the Sabres go ahead, the red and black, but I know most fans like the original logo and I, I like it too. Like their look right now is perfect. Yeah, their rebrand, um, they did a really good job on that. Yeah, like their 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 um their blue home white away, and then the goat head is a third. I think is the perfect set of uniforms. Um, the penguins. I'm in the minority because I like the Robo Penguin more than their current Penguin, and I know a lot. I feel like a lot of Penguins fans hate that Penguin for some reason, but the Robo Penguin I'm talking about because I know most most of them I think like the current look, but I don't yeah, know. I love the Robo Robo Pin. Yeah. Um, I like the gin, the gin and juice one. I, yeah, I, the, lo- I love that. Oh yeah, 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 the word the word mark across. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that one too. Um, it's what my uh, beer league team's black jerseys based off. <laughs> yeah, those are nice. I like that. Blackhawks. Um, I kind of wish the Blackhawks wore black instead of maybe red. just go to a different logo. I did hear that the Blackhawks, the Blackhawks, uh, black jerseys are making a comeback. Yeah, they are. Oh my God, Rooch twenty in the chat said uh, <laughs> from the movie Sudden Death. Yes, yes, <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> Even though that's what kind of started my whole thing when I was a kid to be afraid of like penguins. But anyway, we that there was a whole episode about that. Wait, so are you afraid about... of actual penguins? I was not anymore. We, we covered oh, this. Yeah, we, we covered, we covered that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we did? Iceberg, iceberg, uh, in sudden death w- was a murderer. <laughs> yeah, he sure was. Yeah, it's a it's a great movie. It's a fun fun little movie that just happens to have hockey and Jean Claude Van Damme plays hockey in to, the movie. I'm trying to think of other teams that could 
do a rebrand. I feel like everybody Mon- else is Tampa, okay. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Stop looking like the Maple Leafs. Yeah, they need to add black. Yeah, back just go to back colors. to your your cup winning your first cup winning uniform. The yeah, Vincent like Cavalier 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 Vincent Cavalier. Yeah. Who <laughs> just said Marty St. Louis and save that? But it's all right. Well, that was the first name that popped up in my head, Chris. <laughs> right. Our next one comes from uh, my boy Bentley. So, what would you do? If it was Randy Carlyle tasked with looking through your phone. <laughs> I would tell him not to see. He doesn't have permission to look at my phone. You'd throw a stool would, at him. I would hope that he throw likes what? cat pictures. <laughs> would you say? I'd throw a stool at him. Yeah, that's what I heard. Thought I heard you say. Yeah. I do have a lot of pictures of dogs, though. Like, like, uh. Jake said with cats, mine's mine's just with dogs. So, I mean, I, I, he wouldn't find a lot of family stuff in there. It would be cat pictures and, and like weird memes. Beams and notes I've forgotten to get rid of after episodes. Yeah, my yeah, picture camera roll is all cats and with my cats and like hockey stuff. Beers at Disneyland. No, just, I just put down like stories. He would just see Pat Verbeek opening like a can of Monster, like three different pictures of it. <laughs> one with a pink lens flare, yeah. one with a red lens flare. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we have some fun ones that are all based around uh, Trevor and Jamie. First one comes from Haley. She said, "Gun to your head. You have to send either or both of them to other teams. Who do you send where?" Well, Connor had a right in, so I'll I'll say Connor's uh, since he's not with us tonight. He's in Jackson Hole. He's in Jackson Hole. Um, he said Zegris. Zegris. He would say Devils. And then Jamie Drysdale. He said Kings. And he had to know that this is from an NHL fan perspective, not a Ducks fan pers- perspective. So, Devils for Zegras, Kings for Drysdale. Um, Zegras and the Devils would make sense. Uh, Ryan just said, no, please, in all caps. <laughs> Gun to my head, huh? Uh, I would say Zegras to New Jersey and... Say Jamie, Jamie to Montreal. I I'll feel say, like they have a bunch of old guys and then a bunch of young kids not ready. Yeah. Go ahead, Lou. I'll say Z to Carolina. That would be really fun. I think. Him and Sveshnikov just doing lacrosse moves every other, every other yeah. shift. Although no, because Rod, I don't like Rod Brindamore's offense. It's Pretty boring. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you don't like Rod the Bot. I'm like, are you? No, what's, he, what's no he's you? cool. Like the best coach. Uh, yeah, I'll just say Carolina because I I don't know. Where, uh, where's Jamie, Jamie going? Jamie's going to. I don't know. I guess maybe Arizona. When they're good, he might be a. Okay, I was gonna say there. I was gonna say Zegris, New Jersey, but since uh, Connor and Jake said that i'm gonna switch it up i'm actually gonna say zegris to arizona um for my own purposes here so he's wow. i can watch him most nights 
And uh, that'd be kind of funny with all the stuff that's gone down between the Ducks and Coyotes and if he actually <laughs> came here. But um, Jamie, I was going to say Drysdale to the Hurricanes. I think he would he'd be a nice fit in Carolina. Let's see that. Yeah. Gun to my head. There you go. But it ain't happening. So no clipping any of this. <laughs> I don't want to see any of this on Puck Empire or whatever, whatever's going on and be like, oh, Zebras, Zebras to the Coyotes. <laughs> Hashtag howl. So, dude, I want to see you on Punk Punk Empire so bad. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. Our next one's mainly said she can't accept any of these answers. They're not allowed to go anywhere. (laughs) Was that a trick question? Hmm, interesting. Must have been a trick question. Our next one's a little accusatory of uh of Lou here, but Appa says. Do Zegers and Drysdale know that Lou leaves games early and that's why they haven't signed yet? Ratio plus L plus Bozo <laughs> plus go take a nap. Go we'll take a nap. <laughs> Next question. Lou leaving early. Sickening behavior. Sickening. I've only done that a few times. I know. I know. You, you don't but do apparently it. Apparently, a few times is too many for some. Well, you know, some people, you know, you could you could do the same thing 10 times in a row. And then that the 11th time you don't do it, that means you never do it. You know what I mean? So some people just, you know. Are some like people that. just need to mind their own business, you know, yeah, maybe touch some grass. You'd yeah. Say. Get yeah. some CTO or what? What? what's it? Vitamin D. Why did I say CTO? <laughs> Get some vitamin D know. on your skin. I don't know. <laughs> Our next uh, one comes from C Season Twenty Two on Twitter, and they ask if they can, if we can only wind up keeping one. Who do you keep, Jamie or Trevor? Trevor. Trev. That's kind of easy. Yeah. Especially you keep the Z. All the defensive. All the defensemen the Ducks have it wouldn't it be a huge loss. Yeah. Jamie, but we love you, Jamie. Go. Yeah. Shout out, Jamie. Okay, our next, one, our next one comes from Nat, and she asks, what are we looking forward to most this season? For me personally, the 30th anniversary merch, honestly, and like the stuff they're going to be selling. Yeah, those those special nights that they're going to be having, those uh, bobbleheads will be pretty cool, too. Because they yeah, got, they got a those. Korea bobblehead, Solani, and McTavish. And I'm excited opening night to see what the full uniform looks like. Yeah. That's yeah, it's hard. For. It's hard not to say the 30th anniversary stuff. Um, so that's definitely one thing. Even if the season is going to be terrible, at least the 30th anniversary will have some. We'll we'll be celebrating something. You know, most nights. I hope something. Wild Wing comes from the Raptors this year, like they did on the 25th. Yeah. They did that for every Sunday game. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but yeah, that was pretty cool. I would say I'm mainly excited. Oh, they gotta outside have Wild of the... Wing jump through the burning <laughs> ring of fire. No, <laughs> outside might... of the outside of the 30th anniversary, he might redeem stuff, himself. I'd say just Cronin hockey. I want to see what Cronin hockey is all about. The Crone Zone, baby. The Crone Zone, and I'm really interested in Dostal this year. I want to see what kind of steps he takes, whether it's a bulk of it being in the NHL, maybe back in the AHL. I don't know, but I just want to pay attention to uh, Dostal a lot and see what kind of I want of to growth. see those pads and helmet. And the pads, yeah. But see what kind of growth he goes through and 
I'd like to see if uh, he's ready to take on, like, I don't know, 30 games soon, 35. NHL's kind of shifting away from the goalies that are starting, like, 60, 65 games, thankfully, because, you know, if you're making the playoffs, that goalie's dead by playoffs. But you have um, a Cam Talbot who comes back the very next year and she's <laughs> so tired that he can't yeah. do anything. So it's nice <laughs> that they're actually using two goalies, maybe three sometimes, you know, to kind of split split the workload a bit. But, um, yeah, I'd say probably just Cronin hockey and Dostal. Yeah. I agree with Lou on the jerseys. I think that's yeah. the uh, the big one for me. Man, the hockey, I'm going to be invested in it regardless so i i I mean certainly excited for for what cronin and McIlvain are going to do to the system you know because they are going to be a shot in the arm but i do i do love some anniversary jerseys that's for sure yes sir yep okay heather wasn't very specific on how many players this has yeah i saw that let's just do three We'll do three, but she uh, asks, what animal would each player be if they were animals? And I believe she means in regards to the ducks. So pick your your three favorite ducks. They'd all be I ducks. Guess. Wow. Do Zegris, uh, McTavish, and Terry. We'll do those. Or I will. That'd huh. me, John Gibson would be a koala. Okay. Because he gets feisty, but most of the time he's just kind of chilling, just kind of there. Yeah. That works. Uh, let's see. This is actually tougher than I thought it was going to be. A little bit, yeah. I'm trying to think of an animal that's like just wacky and annoying. Because that would be Zegris. Like something that is like completely hy- like yeah, hyena, go... maybe. Okay, okay, there you go. Hyena, that's a good one. I was going to go chimpanzee for Z. <laughs> or any kind of like monkey that is hyperactive. Spider monkey. Someone can imagine a spider monkey. <laughs> I might be nine years old, Chip, but I'll still beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, so Zegris would be something that's just like constantly annoying you as an, like some kind of animal that just won't shut up. And just has too much energy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of one more. I mean, Terry, I'm, pic- I'm picturing Terry. one in my head, but I don't know like mm-hmm. what player to attach it to. You know, the little like desert like geckos that like run on their hind legs, and they like yeah. a meerkat. Fa- they like fan out the like stuff around their face yeah yeah a meerkat a meerkat we're talking about a lizard lou i don't (laughs) what this is very this is very hard i don't know what mctavish would be um i feel like terry would would be like a dog like a like a pit bull or something i was gonna say terry would be like a dog like a golden retriever yeah, I could see that. McTavish, McTavish, McTavish. I feel like huh. he'd be a poodle. A poodle. A poodle? Just because of, of his hair. <laughs> wow. He's a poodle. 
Hey, standard poodles, they they're they're feisty. Are they? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're feisty creatures. So I can see that. <laughs> Are we we done with this one? Because this was a lot harder than I expected. <laughs> yeah, we could we could yeah move on. I'll be having a talk with Heather about making questions more concise. Not so not so Come hard. On, Heather, first. we're stupid. Jeez. <laughs> Maybe next time a specific kind of animal animal. Yeah, something. Yeah. Our next one comes from our boy Zagi, who we uh, shouted out earlier. But he asks, who are you most excited to see in the NHL this season in Anaheim? In Anaheim? Yes. Leo. Uh, Leo and Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah, Zellweger. I think it's I think it's Zellweger for me right now. And Pavel Minchikov. Yeah. Zelly. Yeah. Hey, there we go. We got this one knocked out. <laughs> that was really quick, guys. <laughs> Easy. Okay, our next one comes from our pal Shant. He asks, "What? who is your dark horse player to watch in the league this year? Uh... I feel like Tage Thompson's going to be a Rocky Richard finalist this year. Yeah, he was a monster last year. That was, he was fun to watch. Last year was like the breakout. I feel like this year he's he's gonna have another monster year. Yeah, I'm gonna go Tim Stutzley. Okay, that's a good one. Yep. I think I'll go. I don't want to go. I was going to say Savoy from the Sabres, but with that, I don't know what his status is. Um, is he injured or something? Yeah. Yeah, he got um, hurt in one of their uh, scrimmages, I think. I think That's so, yeah. Maybe Zach Benson. I kind of want to see. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of the Sabres young guys are going to really step up. I think they're going to be, I think the whole team is going to be a team to watch this year. I really do believe this might be the year they finally. Zach have. Benson's not going back to junior? I couldn't tell you, to be honest. Oh. Um, but wishful thinking. <laughs> wishful thinking for sure. Um, I just I don't know. I, I think the Sabres are gonna be a fun team this year. I mean, they were fun last year, and I, yeah. I, I think they're finally gonna they're gonna make it back to the playoffs. And I hope they do. Ryan that said a, that city's a lot of fun when they're in the playoffs. Ryan said Matthew Boldy, top ten scoring if not injured. I That's a good that. one, yeah. That's a yeah, good I can one. See that. Yeah. Remember the lose boldly for boldy hashtag? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good times. That was, that was a fun Be time. moldy for boldy. <laughs> um was who who is that? Who is that question from again? That was from, from Shant. 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 Okay, yeah. He had another one that we didn't answer, I guess, last week. He was trying to ask Lou if he had made someone disappear. That's, it's it's a it's a it's a thing. It's a kind of an inside joke. Okay. <laughs> it's just between him and I. Yeah. Okay. I, maybe I don't want to know. This, that's fine. No, I'll, I'll tell you off screen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our next one comes from uh, our pal, Jake Rudolph. And I feel like this is aimed, I, I'm going to say you and me, Chris, because I feel like Lou might know the uh, the joke behind this, but... What do you think no badges with the skull emoji means? 
Yeah, I know exactly what it means. No badges with the skull emoji. I kind of feel like it's like a football chirp, like a soccer chirp, I should say. Um, soccer. I went straight to wrestling just because it's from who it's from. But then I feel like Jake, you would know that. Yes Maybe. and no. I'd say if it was a wrestling badges. thing, it'd be like 50-50, but yeah. I don't know. That feels like it's, it feels like it would be like a European insult. It kind of feels like maybe it's like a is it a gaming thing? I don't know. It kind of feels like something that's I my instant thought was no bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to enlighten us, Lou? Yeah, so um it's from Leo Carlson. I think is like it? uh the draft night when he got drafted. Everybody in the Crash Upon Discord was like looking at his social media and all that stuff. And like in one of his posts that he since deleted, he it's from uh, NBA 2K, the game. Like the players, they get okay. badges. Oh, like, okay. It's it's kind of like the X Factor thing in uh, NHL. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know what he was referring to, but basically means no badges is like a derogatory okay thing towards somebody but huh. it's a it's an nba 2k thing okay gotcha. so i was kind of right it is an yeah. insult <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I i it's kind of hard to explain and you said it got deleted yeah he like deleted everything off yeah just like him rapping yeah i'm from his shoe yeah <laughs> Yeah, why did he delete that? That was that know. was fun. I know. I posted that on the LAP account. That was a blast. <laughs> I watched like five times. I'm like, look at this guy. He's enjoying his life. He's gonna be best friends with Egress, and it's gonna be terrible for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, our last one, our squeak of the week from good old Ryan, who's in the chat for this. So this this can only end very great. Very great. Uh, but it starts. It says in the kitchen, wrist twist it, wrist twist it like it is stir fry. I'm totally butchering what is probably a song. It says I'm a mouse who can cook. Call me Remy with the pots and pans, and then the sheesh emoji. <laughs> he says, "What's the best culinary concoction the lap convocation has cooked?" Sheesh. Yeah. Cheech. Um. Damn. I would consider myself a master grilled cheese maker. Um, I can make a. I can make a really good egg sandwich. If you are lactose intolerant, uh, do not eat any of the grilled cheese I give you because it is a lot of cheese. (laughs) Um, But what I have started doing is taking the dill seasoning from Trader Joe's. Okay. And putting it on both sides of the bread, just so when you put it on the pan, it like sears it in and like Mm -hmm. crusts it. It is absolutely fire. Um, But I usually do that like two different. I do a slice of cheese and shredded cheese and then onion strings. And it's just, it, it is incredible. It is pretty, um, it's pretty fire. It is also just the best munchie meal when you are just fucking zooted. <laughs> um, can confirm. 
but yeah, I would say I can I can definitely make a a great fucking grilled cheese. That sounds awesome, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not a very good cook. I don't cook a lot of things. Um, I do like to do. I mean, my biggest like thing that everyone hates on me for is the hummus on burgers. Love me some hummus on a burger. Um, but like I, 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 sometimes I'll make like this pasta with broccoli and, um, like, uh, chopped up kielbasa. And that's really good with feta cheese in there. It's pretty delicious. Sounds like it'd be really good. Yeah. What about uh, you, Lou? The only thing that I know how to make that's actually kind of good is pasta sauce. A nice gravy. Nice red sure. gravy. Nice red gravy, huh? Yeah. What What is your noodle of choice, Lou? Always rigatoni or bow tie. Ooh, bow tie is a good one. And, yeah. But rigatoni or a ziti. That's top two. Top three. And bow tie. <laughs> I don't right. like spaghetti. I don't like spaghetti noodles. No. I or like the angel I, hair. I, I, I hate angel hair. What? It, yeah, angel hair. Angel hair is not my favorite. It gets like too soggy, and like the texture of it's just weird. I don't. I don't like thin noodles that much. Yeah, I I, I get it. Lou loves a girthy noodle. Uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. likes his, he likes his noodles thick, and he likes his merch cream colored. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that's a great way to end. There you go. <laughs> Hits a nail right on the head right there, bud. Well, if you have made it this far, if you have joined us on Twitch tonight, thank you very much as always. Um, we're almost there. It's almost time. You know, hopefully this Zegris and Drysdale stuff is uh sorted in the next couple days. Um yeah. You know, it'll make it'll make life a little a lot easier, a lot more tolerable. No, make sure that the boom, safe. Chris for predicting it wrong. I deserve it. It's fine. Just send oh, tomato you did say Friday, didn't you? Didn't you say Friday is a no? Nope. I said Monday, Wednesday. I said if, um, I said if we get to Thursday morning and they're not signed, then you can, then it's my problem. So yeah, so just start booing them. Yep. Send um, gifts of tomatoes to yeah. Chris's Twitter account. Um, I do. It's like people send me actual tomatoes. I mean, yeah. But we're not gonna but cool. You could make like salsa out of those tomatoes or something. Yeah, true. Could turn it into a good thing. Um, I will <laughs> probably be there on Saturday. So if you do come say hi. I'll hmm, say, say hi back. Say hi to the guys. I probably won't say much back because I'm awkward and don't say much. <laughs> Most of us are. Give Lou a hug for me and like look right into his eyes and make it more awkward. No, please don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Don't, prefer don't. if that doesn't happen. But just say hi. Maybe in. You passing. could give me a hearty handshake if yeah. you want. Nice, nice <laughs> pat on the back. Yeah, nice attaboy. <laughs> a nice kudos. Tell him that he's a he's a good boy. Am I a dog now? Yeah. A oh, nice, God. a nice shout out his family. <laughs> shout out to his family. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is it from us this week. Uh, you can find us pretty much everywhere. Um, we got a Blue Sky account now too because oh you know, yeah, I forgot we're on Blue Sky. Eli, oh, yeah, we got Blue Sky. 
Elon may uh, make Twitter paid and that shit don't fly. Uh, so I, I like Twitter, but I'm not, I don't like it that much. Yeah. You know? So we'll see. How so you can follow us everywhere at Late Arrivals Pod. Uh, this episode will be out on Friday. So if you're in the Switch chat, it'll be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, be everywhere you find your podcast, and then we'll see you someday next week. Yep. Promo code LAP and promo code LAP10. Yeah. Follow us on, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and the Inside the Rink YouTube. Subscribe everywhere. We need we need subscribers. If you would like, leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening to this. If you're not watching on any of those platforms, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, I think we're on Google, I think we're on Amazon. We're everywhere. Yeah. Leave us a rating. It helps the show a lot. You don't have to leave us a review. It doesn't have to be anything long or anything. Just say hi or something. I don't know. But leave us a nice rating if you like what we're doing. And yeah, we appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.